Welcome to the Love Your Truth podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, personal development and spiritual teacher. Each week, I will be bringing you an inspiring guest or thought that will help you move beyond fear and doubt and unlock your true potential because you know there's something inside of you that you want to express and a kind of life that you want to create. We're going to be talking about personal development, spirituality, wellness, and manifesting the life of your dreams. You'll get a blend of practical and spiritual advice where woo-woo meets neuroscience that you can begin applying to your life today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Love Your Truth podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, and I am so excited that you are here with me today. And in today's solo episode, I am going to be talking about the power of your breath. And this episode is really inspired actually by the new year. And if you know me or you've worked with me in any capacity, you probably know how much I love new beginnings and how much I love any opportunity that we can take to embrace a new beginning and to start again. And there's a lot of focus in our culture uh, and even within ourselves on looking to these external sources of a new beginning, whether it's, you know, these big ones like a new year or your birthday or, you know, the smaller, you know, the first Mondays or new moons, full moons, you know, all of these, these ways, all of these things that we have in, in our, our structures that put kind of a timestamp on beginnings and ends. But I believe that there's an even more powerful new beginning that we have available to us at any given moment. And that new beginning is actually our breath. Every breath that we take is an opportunity to begin again. Every single breath that we take carries with it an invitation to let something go an invitation to come into a deeper level of consciousness and an invitation to start again. And that's really what I want to talk about today because I really do believe that our breath is the most powerful medicine we have available to us. And it's something that is so available to us and so many we don't even realize the power of what is possible when we learn how to connect to our breath when i first began meditation about a decade ago i went to a i actually went to a class and i was speaking with the instructor about the difference between using guided meditations versus um, you know, sitting in silence for meditation. And he shared something with me that I, I've never forgotten. And I apply this to so many areas of my life. And he said, guided meditations are great. But when you are relying on a guided meditation, you are still relying on something outside of yourself. When you connect with your breath as the source of your meditation, 
you have a sanctuary within you that you can turn to at any time. And I really do believe this to be true. And so I want to talk a little bit today about breath and about breath work and why it is so powerful and why it's something that I choose to teach and why I use this as a modality for healing in so many there are so many different ways that we can heal with the power of breath whether it is actually uh, you know releasing stress or it's you know finding more motivation in our life we can use breath work to release the stored trapped energy that is kept in our bodies the the value and the benefits are endless and so in today's episode i just want to share a little bit with you kind of the science actually behind why this is such a powerful practice and why i would invite you to experience it for yourself what's really amazing and what i think is so important is to to look at how the conscious control of breathing, which is essentially what breath work is, it's bringing your attention and your awareness and consciously manipulating your breath in particular ways, very specific ways, depending on what you're looking to achieve and accomplish. But this ability to consciously control our breathing is something that only humans have. All other creatures on earth experience respiration as an automatic process that's simply governed by that automatic nervous system. And I think that this is an ability that most of us tend to take for granted. Most of us are not even aware of the fact that this ability One, that we have it, that we are capable of conscious breathing, but two, that we are the only ones on planet Earth who are able to do this. If you have a dog and you take your dog out for a run, you are the only one who can decide to hold your breath, to breathe through your nose or your mouth, or to change the speed of your breathing. And I think that this is so cool and it's so important to talk about because I do believe that there is a reason why we have this ability. But again, most of us don't even know that we have this ability because we, it's so, you know, we're not talking about it enough. If you're an athlete, then you have probably experienced this. Or if you've been uh, in yoga, you have probably experienced this. But you know, for most of us, I think the 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 depth of understanding of just how powerful our breath is um, hasn't really been talked about enough. So, really, to understand what is possible through breathing, we have to have uh, a basic, uh, essential understanding of our automatic or autonomic nervous system Um, what it does and how it governs the various aspects of our physiology so the autonomic nervous system 
is a system that governs everything in your physical body. It governs things like your heartbeat, your blood glucose levels, circulation, and breathing. And, uh, you know, as you might uh, take away from the, the name of it, the autonomic nervous system works automatically without a need for our conscious control. Right? And this is a, a really good thing because if it didn't work automatically, we would have to remember to beat our heart, to digest our food, um, and you know, constrict and dilate approximately 60,000 miles of blood vessels in our body. It's really amazing what our autonomic nervous system is doing for us. It's keeping us alive all of the time and it's happening without us ever having to think about it you never have to stop and think and remind yourself to beat your heart or even um you know even to take a breath while we can choose to do that and it's very helpful and you know something that many of us are learning to remember to do you will eventually take a breath you, your body will never let you suffocate. I mean, obviously if you're underwater, that's a different experience, but kind of, you know, on your own, your autonomic nervous system is always doing all of this work for you. And again, what's really cool is that for humans, we can actually influence our autonomic nervous system consciously. But the way that it tends to work on its own naturally without our conscious awareness is generally what we call a bottom-up influence. So when we say that, what we're saying is that the autonomic nervous system is connected with every other part of your central nervous system. And it's privy to a whole host of information there are environmental cues such as temperature the circadian rhythms that are influenced by daylight and situational cues so your autonomic nervous system receives all of this information and then activates or deactivates the systems within the body accordingly and the effect that this has on the body and its functions is as profound as it is ancient. So I think it's really helpful for us to take a look at the true intention and the design behind our autonomic nervous system, which began when when humans began, right? And we all have heard this story, and I think most of us know that the nervous system was designed to keep us alive. It was designed as an adaptation from when humans woke up in caves and had to leave the safety of a cave to go out and get the basic needs of food. And every time they left their cave, they were immediately in danger. And at this time in human history, the autonomic nervous system was a great thing to have because it was there to actually help us. 
right? Without even needing to think about it, the autonomic nervous system would adjust, would turn on and your, your vision would shift and your blood glucose increases and your breathing would become more active and your muscles would become full of oxygen and the glucose rich blood that would support your immediate survival and in these moments that autonomic nervous system would turn off the things that you don't need right like your digestive system and your reproductive system and with those things shut down this would allow that maximum energy to go to the systems that were most needed this state and this way of being is what we call our sympathetic state and within the umbrella of our nervous system we have the sympathetic nervous system and we have the parasympathetic nervous system the sympathetic which is the state which is that you know what would happen for the for cavemen for the origin of humans in history when they left their house their nervous system would turn on this sympathetic state this is our fight or flight and this was perfect it was a perfect adaptation for this way of life because there was so much uncertainty there was so much uncertainty around basic survival and this is how our current modern day nervous system continues to operate so as our ancestors as early humans would have to go out into the world to hunt for food and to face the real life dangers of wildlife and and saber-toothed tigers attacking them they would arm themselves right this nervous system was a, a beautiful adaptation for survival and you would go out into the world armed with this nervous system armed with these you know certain systems amped up or the heightened breathing states and you would go and you would get what needed to be done right you would go and you would hunt for the food and when you come back after collecting the food and you get back to the safety of your cave what would happen is that parasympathetic nervous system would turn on the body would naturally know okay i'm back in the cave there's no more danger i can release this flood of adrenaline from my body and i can start to turn down some of these systems and turn on the other systems i can turn back on my digestion i can turn back on my reproduction and this parasympathetic nervous system is what's called the rest and digest and the nervous system would be able to detect and know taking in those environmental cues that you're in a safe place you're in a familiar place away from the uncertainty that surrounds you when you're outside outside and you're hunting and your mind and your body can begin to relax this is how the nervous system was designed it makes so much sense from this perspective of ancient 
human existence when everything was fundamental and and came back down to this very basic need for survival just like the other animals living in the natural world but now we fast forward a few thousand years and obviously we know the world that we live in today is completely different but here's the thing our autonomic nervous system is still working under these same assumptions. Our autonomic nervous system is still functioning in a, a, a world that is the, the wild, unknown nature, right? Our autonomic nervous system is functioning under the assumption that our life is a series of events that range from a safe cave and a deadly hunt. And while modern life has changed significantly and we don't have to arm ourselves with the survival uh, of you know life and death every single time we leave our house, there is an aspect of modern life still mirroring and still activating uh, in a very real way the the need for this autonomic nervous system response because again even though we're not literally running away from the saber-toothed tiger psychologically we are doing just that we are constantly putting ourselves into situations of stress and our nervous system is trying to do us a favor over and over and over again our nervous system is turning on because that's how our nervous system is designed to operate when there is a felt sense of threat the nervous system will turn on and it will activate so while the threats have changed and again, we're not running away from saber-toothed tigers. The body doesn't really know the difference. It doesn't know the difference from I'm being chased by a tiger to I can't find my keys. The felt experience in the body and this the body is incredibly, like it's so beautiful. We have to take a moment to just acknowledge how incredibly wise and intelligent the systems actually are, Right? The body feels that there is something that is threatening us and it immediately turns on and goes to action to try and save us and support us. But if anything, our modern world is actually creating more stress than the ancient world because the ancient world had boundaries around the stress, right? Like you, you left the cave and you'd go out to hunt and that was a stressful situation. But then you came back to your cave and you were safe again, right? The body knew that it was okay. We don't have that anymore. There's literally no point in our daily life where we are not being confronted with a possibility of a stressful situation from the moment we wake up in the morning with a blasting alarm clock in our ear 
to you know the news on the tv the horns honking uh, you know i know for myself i live in a beautiful home i love my home i've done everything i can to make it a sanctuary um but the truth is like i live you know two blocks off of a fairly you know busy street and i can hear a siren going down the street I can't even tell you how many times a day a siren goes down, right? Like every single one of these are like micro assaults on our nervous system. And, and so there's this piece of like the, that sympathetic nervous system response, that fight or flight response is being asked to be turned on all of the time. So much more than it was ever originally intended or designed to do the nervous system was designed to turn on and then turn off to find the balance when we need the sympathetic when we need the flood of the fight or flight and then when we don't need it anymore we turn it off and we get to turn on that parasympathetic nervous system and we get to turn on the rest and digest so the bad news (laughs) is that our internal programming is not necessarily conducive to modern living. But here's the really good news. There are things that we can do to intervene. We have incredible, powerful, free resources that we can tap into that can support some of this conflict between our internal systems and their intended use and our modern living. And this is where conscious breathing and the art of mindfulness become incredibly powerful life-changing tools for upgrading upgrading this ancient technology, this ancient software that's been programmed into our, our bodies so that we're better suited to live in the modern world, right? So, so this automatic way of being the nervous system and its, uh, intended design programming, like we said, it's a, it's a bottom up approach where it takes in the cues from outside, external, to give it the information and decide what it does. And breathing provides what we call a top-down control. There have been some incredible, incredible studies that are have been being done for decades now that are showing how breathing affects both the body and the mind and what we're learning and what we're seeing is that you can have profound shifts in both your your body's felt experience as well as your emotional state when you consciously choose to adjust the rate and the pace of your breath breathing unlike the other um the other systems in the body and then in that autonomic nervous system breathing is 
different because it's actually a two-way communication between our conscious mind and the nervous system, right? So again, we can consciously make a choice to do something different with our breath. We can't do that with any of the other systems in our in our nervous system, right? We can't do that with our heart rate. We can't do that with the dilation of our eyes or the dilation of our the blood vessels. Breathing is really one of the only automatic body processes that we can consciously choose to adjust and to manipulate. And what's really cool about this is that not only is our breathing affected by our state, right? If we're in a state of fight or flight, our breathing is going to increase. Or if we're in a state of rest and digest, our breathing is going to decrease. But it can also be used to change our state, which is amazing like this is why it's so exciting this is why there's so much magic and so much power in our breath is that we can literally use our breath to change the entire felt experience in our body and the state that our nervous system is operating in what this means is that by modulating your breathing You can influence your heart rate. You can influence your blood glucose. You can even influence your ability to use your sexual organs. Your breath can carry with it into so many different parts of your body the ability to heal and change and create new states of being. And you can, you can feel this, you can do this any time. All you have to do, and I encourage you to do it right now, right? Think about a time when you were afraid. Take a moment, close your eyes if you're not driving, um, or just, you don't even have to close your eyes, but just think about a time when you were really scared, Like truly, to allow yourself to tap in, allow yourself to go back in time and remember that moment and think about how you felt in that moment. Whatever was going on, something was really scary. It could have been a life-threatening situation. It could have been a conversation you had to have. Just let yourself get into it and notice. How were you breathing? Was it fast-paced or was it slow? Notice where in your body were you breathing? Were you breathing into your chest or were you breathing into your belly? Were you breathing through your nose or through your mouth? If you were really scared, then it's most likely that you were breathing very quickly, that your breaths were short and in your chest, and you were most likely breathing through your mouth. Because this is an example of that bottom-up regulation of your autonomic nervous system, right? You perceived a threat through your senses and that sympathetic state, the fight or flight, was activated. And when, we, when that gets activated, we know here's the series of what happens, right? My heart rate increases, my breath shortens, I start taking quicker breaths in and out through my mouth because it's important that I get a ton of oxygen in 
right away. So what's what we see from this is that you didn't have to think about anything. Your nervous system just turned on, it went into fight or flight, your body got geared up, and this is what happens. This is what happens when we need energy, right? The, the body is needing more oxygen because it fuels the mitochondria, which helps support that exertion of energy, which is what our body is perceiving we need when we get activated in fight or flight. Now, let's play with this. Let's see how we can use this to our advantage. Right? Because when we're turning on our fight or flight response, because we get a text message or the email ping comes in and there's nowhere for that flood to go, this is when we get ourselves into trouble. This is when stress becomes toxic. But let's say you are feeling a midday slump and you are wanting to, to increase your energy levels we can tap in and we can use this system, we can use this process to our advantage, right? You can in this moment, if you have the space, if you're in a situation or an environment, again, I wouldn't suggest doing this if you're driving, but imagine recreating that same breathing pattern that you had in a moment when you were scared, but doing it consciously with the intention right now to activate and turn on the, the oxygen production and the receiving of oxygen in your cells, right? We can recreate that breathing pattern by breathing through our mouth, breathing quickly into our chest, in and out very quick, and we are going to activate the the sympathetic nervous system response but we're going to do it in a way that is controlled that is conscious that is intentional and what if you do this you're going to notice a change in your state you are going to notice that you have an increase and a rush of energy into your muscles right you're going to see how you can use your breath to support you getting through the afternoon rather than reaching for the coffee or reaching for the caffeine. You can do what no other creature on earth can do. You can make the choice to control your breathing and to change your entire state of being with your breath. This to me is amazing. And I get so excited when I think about it. I get so passionate because I feel like, you know, so often in life, we are constantly, constantly looking outside of ourselves, looking outside for the answers. You have so many answers. You have so much available to you simply with your breath. And I think it's so beautiful and I think it's something that we don't celebrate nearly enough, like how special and how spectacular this gift actually is. And what's even cooler, I think, 
about all of this is that it doesn't have to be a huge production, right? It doesn't have to be uh, this, you know, hour-long practice process that you do. You can feel a shift and a change in 30 seconds, right? Take 30 seconds to breathe in and out through your mouth very quickly and feel, feel the burst of energy that comes. Feel the tingling sensation that you get in your hands. If you did it for longer, would you have a bigger experience? Yeah, sure. But what's incredible is you can change anything with just a breath or two, right? On the other end of this example, is the, you know, turning on your parasympathetic nervous system, right? What's the opposite of activation, right? It's going to be that resting. It's going to be slowing down. So you can just as easily, if you're feeling flooded, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you can just as easily slow yourself down, slow your breath down and feel your body settling. Feel your body coming into a state of calm. You actually have a choice. You have a choice to change your life by controlling your breath. And this doesn't cost you any money. And this doesn't require a ton of time. All it asks of you is that you make that choice. All it asks of you is that you bring some awareness to yourself, to your body that you tune in, that you ask yourself, that you just pay attention. How am I breathing right now? Like genuinely ask yourself, how many times a day do you even notice that you're breathing? Right, this incredible medicine that not only keeps you alive every single day, every moment of every day, but it also carries so much wisdom with it. And we take it for such granted. We take it for such granted, we don't even notice it. Right, just imagine what would happen if you started to just bring a a fraction more awareness to it, a fraction, another second where you say, how am I breathing right now? Huh? What if I take a second and just consciously take one breath in? What changes? What is possible? What could I do for myself in this moment with this breath? So I've only very briefly (laughs) given you a very superficial overview of our physiology of our, you know, very, uh, (laughs) uh, Cliff's notes version of your nervous system, um, and how breathing affects our state. But here's the thing you, you know, you don't have to be an expert to know how breathing affects your state in order to be an expert at affecting your state with breathing. Simply knowing that these things exist puts us in an incredibly privileged position. For most of human history, we only had our own experience to guide us and we were completely clueless as to what was going on scientifically. And, you know, thanks to modern science, we know beyond questioning that breathing plays an enormous role in our health and well-being. 
This isn't just speculation. It is hard science combined with thousands of years of human experimentation. If we breathe poorly, our health suffers. If we breathe well, we can improve our health. And it's mind-blowing to me that even though breathwork has been validated with modern research, we have so many studies, so many studies that are showing the benefits and what is possible with breathwork. The actual use by most people is so limited and it's like crazy to think about right because we all breathe and we we know right we're taught and we talk all the time about uh exercise and nutrition and we know that we need to cut down on the chronic stress and anxiety that we that we live with and people invest so much time into their physical health but how much of that are we how much of that are any of us investing into breath training breath work is actually thousands of years old right it's so much older than uh, green smoothies and you know soul cycle but it's not something that many of us up until recently i feel like you know now i feel like everywhere you turn you're seeing people talk about it but i'm not sure how many people really understand um, the depth of value that comes from this very ancient uh, technology that we have and um, you know and just how this fundamental aspect of human health like just how serious and how powerful it really is for us so i invite you i invite you to explore what is possible with your own breath and again this is this is free i mean there are uh, you there are a ton of trainings out there and you know obviously you know i have my membership that has um breath work in it and we come together on a in a monthly live breath work session as well as all of the the library and the database of different breathwork practices that you can use on a regular basis, right? Those, those five to 15 minute practices, it's not a lot of time. Um, so yes, of course there is that option and I would love to have you there, but I'm also going to honor and recognize that you can do this for free. You can do this for free with this very basic knowledge of how the nervous system works with the, these, these two moving pieces, you have the fight or flight, which is, you know, turning on, amping up, and you have the rest and digest. And you can see, right, intuition can show you what the breath looks like in both of those. And you can explore how you can use this knowledge to shift and create new states of being within yourself. So I invite you to tap into the power that is already within you. 
in a world that wants you to look outside of yourself, in a world that wants to tell you there are answers out there, how can you use the power and use the magic and the medicine that is your breath to find the answers within yourself? So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and sharing uh, in my love for breathwork, my love for you and what is possible for you. And I will look forward to connecting with you in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Love Your Truth podcast. Now I have a favor to ask of you. If you found any value whatsoever in this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would share it with someone else, someone who you think might benefit from hearing anything that was shared in here, or if you feel so inclined, go ahead and leave a review. Reviews do so much to support the message and to support getting this out into the hands of others who need to hear what's being talked about. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to spend your time and I will look forward to seeing you in our next episode.